You're listening to the PT Profit Podcast, episode number 100. Today, I'm sitting down with PT Profit Formula students, and we are talking all about the PT Profit Formula experience. Are you ready? Let's get started. Hi, I'm Beverly Simpson, former fitness manager turned online personal training business owner. And this podcast is where smart fitness professionals, including trainers and clinicians, discover how to increase client performance in movement, package and position their products and services and get out of their own way so that they can increase their revenue to live a life that they love without sleazy sales. Welcome to the PT Profit Podcast. What's up, coach? Thank you so much for pushing play on another episode of the PT Profit Podcast. I'm your host, Beverly Simpson, and I've got a really special episode queued up for you today. And honestly, I don't know if you can tell, but I am actually really emotional about it. And I am not, I am really surprised that I'm having this response. But today is the 100th episode of the PT Profit Podcast. And honestly, (laughs) I am so grateful. I am so grateful for every single person that has downloaded an episode that has agreed to be a guest, to share their wisdom, to share their message. And I just never thought when I first started this podcast, I just never thought that it would grow to be as an as to, it would grow to be this and it would grow to be as amazing as it is and that we would have this incredible team behind Beezus and Fitness and it's just i'm so grateful in it, that in what we have accomplished in the last 18 months and i'm just so excited for the future because i know that we have just begun and that there is way more that is out there for PT Profit Formula, for the students, and for B. Simpson Fitness. And so now if you're listening to this episode, it's coming out on Tuesday. So we, that means that today is actually the day of the second training inside of Simple Selling. So if you haven't joined us yet, please be sure to do it because we are undoubtedly having an amazing time inside of there. Honestly, that training, it's designed to help you start it and scale it the most effective and efficient way possible. So I wanted to bring the students for a couple of reasons. Number one was because if you've been following along inside Simple Selling, we talk about business fundamentals and part of it is the first phase of business, which is people. We need, we need the people. We need to go and we, we can't be the internet's best kept secret if we're trying to be an internet business. We need to get in front of our people. And so I kept saying to my clients over and over, go get on a podcast, go get on a podcast, go get on a podcast. Until one day I just decided, you know what? I'm going to create my own podcast for them to be on. Because if you're hanging out with me, your message matters. Even if you're not hanging out with me, all right, everyone's person, everyone's message matters. No one was put here on accident. And so I wanted to just get as many people's voices out into the world as possible. So I created this podcast for them. So when, and for you. And so when the hundred episode came up, I thought what I created this for them. So let's bring them on. And let's talk about what their experience has been like. Now, a couple episodes ago, I created that episode about the truth about client results, right? Is that they matter because they, they are proof of process. But with the one caveat that their story doesn't mean that it's going to be your story. However, when you can see that other people are going through the same experience that you are, it shows you what's possible because truly anything is possible. And so I brought some students on to talk about their experience. And honestly, it was a pleasure and a privilege to hear their journeys 
and to just see the amount of work they've put into their process, into their programs. And it was just, you know, sometimes when you're in the middle of it, when you're in the thick of it, when you're in the forest and you're, you're, you're busy taking step one, step two, it's easy to get bogged down and it's easy to just get only see the thorns and forget about the roses and forget that there's light and to, and to forget where you started. So it was a very moving episode and without further ado, let's go ahead and roll that interview. What's up ladies? How's it going? Thank you so much for hanging out with me on the show today. I'm doing great. Love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. Hey, so, hi. Okay. So for those of you who, um, it's so interesting, right? This is the first time I've ever done anything like this. This is like my hundredth episode. And just for a little context, I had actually created this podcast for, for you, for my community. Cause I kept saying so many times, like, go get on podcast, go get on podcast, go get your message out there. And then I was like, I'm just going to create one for them anyway. And so, so that they can come and be on this podcast. So for those of you that are here uh, right now, I know we have a couple people that are going to come on late. So I'd love for you to just, and anyone hop in, um, can you give us a little context about who you are, who you serve, and how you got there? I'll start. I love talking. Okay. So I'm Solana. That's who I am. Um, who, but who I serve, I'm specifically a powerlifting coach. Um, I also am an online nutrition coach. I do everything online. Um, that's mainly who I serve. And if you're not, if you're working with me, you're not a powerlifter, you are still someone who's very serious about strength training and you're basically a powerlifter who doesn't compete. So <laughs> that is like my ideal client. Um, I forgot the last question. How you got there? How I got there? Um, well, I went to school for exercise science because I always thought just working out was cool. But I got introduced to powerlifting myself as a sophomore in college. And then by the time I graduated, I was I just never stopped doing powerlifting. And then like I graduated and I was like, which hold on, I graduated three years ago. Three years ago. And I was like, yeah, I wanna just, I think I wanna move towards serving more strength specific clients. Cause I was like doing personal training with like regular moms and dads. But yeah, about three years ago, I was like, you know, I wanna like kind of just target strength athletes and people who are serious about a barbell. Love it. Who's next? I'm Crystal and um, I serve people who are in pain, who wanna get back to working out or people who are currently working out. Um, general, general strength and fitness goals, um, trying to return to, you know, life and the things that they love. Um, as well as uh, like breathing mechanics and um, using postural restoration techniques for um, incorporating that into fitness and functional movement. Um, and how I got here, I was uh, a business major, so not into fitness, but I was a division one athlete and I played volleyball professionally overseas. And when I was done, um, fitness just like, it was still such a big part of my life that I wanted to keep doing it and fell in love with you know, people and helping people and working with people and talking with people and hanging out with people. So it was like a, a natural fit for me. Um, and I know there was a third question too, but I forgot it. How you got there? What brought you to that? Oh, just, um, just the love of, of fitness, like continuing to want to be in, you know, in and around movement and activity and sitting at a desk didn't seem, I loved what I learned in business, which now is coming in handy in some assets of, you know, being an entrepreneur. But um, yeah, I obviously learned all those things for a reason, but sitting at a desk from nine to five wasn't my ideal job. So much happier standing and moving around and now sitting a lot more at a computer with uh, working more with online and remote clients, but still get to jump up and move around whenever I want. <laughs> So I'm Dana. I am a physical therapist and I work in the hospital setting. And I have started working with you, Beverly, because I want to do more in an online setting and do more movement coaching. I also do um, a lot with breathing and the stacked position, biomechanics. 
And I'm really trying to help busy women to be consistent with their fitness routine and definitely build a morning routine, which I think is the best way to do it, especially when you're pulled in a lot of directions like moms can be. Um, I'm in a hospital setting because my student loans are astronomical and I am in the public student loan forgiveness program. So I would much rather be in a more outpatient setting. Um, so I'm trying to create that for myself and get out of the hospital setting and do more of what I love. So that's why I'm here. And I love that. And then thank you, Crystal, for sharing. So that's an excellent segue to, to just talk a little bit more about, you know, so y'all have been with me now for quite some time and are kind of like founding members of PT Profit Formula. So I'd love for you to just share a little bit about what brought you, what brought you to the program? Okay, so what brought me to the program? <laughs> so I will say um, I was in a point in my business. So I started with you in August of 2020. It was right after my dad died. And I was like, not only was I frustrated with uh, finances because I was like, like living on my own. I was like, I'm not figuring out how to get my ideal clients. And I was struggling to get clients, but also I was just like, on top of that, I was just sad in general to the life stuff. So I was like, you know what? What's going to really help me get out of this horrible funk with my business and my life? And then I saw what you were posting. Cause I heard about you through Katie. Um, Katie St. Clair, I was like, you know what, like that one free webinar <laughs> that I showed up at really resonated with me. Like I wanted to learn, like, how can I target my ideal strength client and how can I be in a position where I'm not just begging anyone with arms and legs to train with me? I don't care. I was like, I was that person who was like, I was that person who was like, okay, you want to do yoga in the shed? Fine. You want to do Pilates in the, in the forest? Okay. Just please pay me. Like that was me. So that's, that's how I got here. I was like, okay, I think she can help me get to a place where I can work with my ideal client. I can choose my clients. Like if someone's not a good fit for me, I can let them go. And it's my choice. It's not me being desperate and crawling on the ground and begging for a dollar. So that's how I got here. Uh, similar, similar to Solana, I um, got to listen to you give a free webinar with uh, Michelle Bolin's um, strategic uh, group, uh, as well as Katie St. Clair. So I got to listen to you twice. And by the second time, I was like, okay, she's funny. She's going to get me like just the, you're <laughs> like, I mean, I know that's a weird, maybe for some people, weird <laughs> thing to connect with, but I'm super sarcastic and humor is important to me. And you have such a lighthearted way of delivering such important information and so when um when you talked to both of the groups it was like you had this like oh I don't oh I just need to get some clients like your just your delivery I was just like oh my god that's so like she I think she's describing me like this is <laughs> being funny but like I get that that's like how I probably sound <laughs> and um you know, through like hearing what you had to say and uh, your personality and your delivery, I think you delivered information that I've heard several times, especially like being in marketing and like some basic things that I I know in like intuitively, but finding a more like um, applicable, like easy way to apply the the methods and the you know the information and the types of posts and you know, making it more like tangible for me in this setting. Um, and I just, I needed some guidance and some community and some other people who are struggling. Cause I think you start to feel like, oh my gosh, I'm like the only person that feels this way. Or, you know, I'm the only person that feels like I can't, you know, come up with a, with a caption or like, how do I connect like selling without sounding sleazy? And I just, I hate asking for money. And, you know, like, you know, you found a, a, a I think a niche of people who like, we're really good at what we do and we're good at serving people, but we're not good at selling ourselves and our own services. And so I think the way that you help us, like, is that, you know, you help us believe people that want to find us will find us if we just keep doing what we do well and explain what we do well. And so I think through the, you know, the strategies that you help us apply and then the community support that is provided in the calls along with the education. We don't feel dumb asking questions and um, just the ability to like 
feel sometimes frustrated with where we are and encouraged in where we're going. I think it helps to have other people who are kind of going through the the same like rigmarole of being an entrepreneur and the roller coaster of emotion and frustration and victories and things like that that go with it. So yeah, I found you through, you know, your humor and your intelligence and it's helped me connect those things to my own business. Well, there's three things that both of you said and Dana, we, I will open up, right? But there are three things that, that I heard you guys say that I think is important to reiterate and something that we do talk about a lot on the podcast. And, you know, what happened, I see it a lot in my DMs is that, is that two things, right? Specificity. Both of you talked about really specific things and talked about how once you got to that, that, you know, specificness, whether it was in Solana's, you know, ideal client or for you, it was that like, you know, the specificity in how I built rapport when I'm describing specific events. So that's like, what's going on. I think that's like people undervalue specificity because they think if I'm too specific, I won't be able, where am I going to find the arms and legs people? (laughs) And then, you know, but not recognizing that that's how you're going to cut through the noise. Right. And then the other component that I think is important that you're not alone when you experience this, I experience this and that feeling of like, what do I have to offer that is different than anybody else? When someone else is already doing it, why that, why me when it could be so-and-so, but it's just so important like to just know that there's 7 billion people on this planet and not everybody is going to work with one person, you know? So I think that that is super valuable, especially when it's like you, you might hear things different times in different ways. And I do have a final question, but Dana, I'd love for you to open up first. And then I have a question about community. Yeah, so I found you because I was um, a recent graduate of the AMP um, Performance Rehab Mentorship Group, which I think is amazing. And Sean continues to mentor me to this day. And you gave this presentation and your kids were climbing all over the place and on the counter and do, like being crazy monkeys. And... I was like, oh my gosh, this person is going to understand me and know that I am busy. I'm an only parent to a five-year-old and I don't have any time, but I've got to figure this out for myself. And I want to start this business finally. And so I knew that you would understand where I'm coming from and you would be able to help me because your mom and because you know how to get people where they need to go but definitely when I saw the kid climbing on the counter I was like that girl she's for me for sure oh you mean how he just had to run outside the front yard and be like Gwendolyn get your six-year-old butt out of the street and come inside I'm totally laughing because that's what I'm doing as you're sharing that moment (laughs) yes absolutely absolutely Okay, so I'd love for you to but to expand a, a little bit on your guys' take on the importance, you know, your opinions on the value of the community component as well as the customization. Because I feel like there are people out there that feel like I'm going to get judged or what if someone's doing something I'm already doing or stealing my ideas. So I'd love for you to share a little bit on, on the community component and how you have, you know, what you thought about it and what you think about it now. Yeah, so the community part, like, um, I think that has been super helpful for me because, like you kind of mentioned, as a coach, you always kind of feel awkward, even posting, like, you have this idea that it's been said before, so I don't need to post how to deadlift. I mean, that's honest to God, Beverly, if you go on YouTube and Google how to deadlift, you will find a lot of videos, and my whole specificity is squat bench and deadlift. However, what you what the community taught me is that we all need to be posting the stuff that we think everybody knows already um because once i started getting more comfortable posting like what i think is simple and people start to actually reach out to me about it i was like it doesn't matter how much is out there um when you say it a certain way it might resonate with a person or even it just being on the screen they get to see you they're like oh 
Like I've heard that before, but I never heard it from a woman who is smaller and like she somehow resonates with me because I'm hearing it from a woman who looks maybe like me. And so I think that was a big thing, like just hearing other people talk about how they're starting to post the stuff that they think is simple. And I was like, oh, I should start doing that too. And now I'm doing it and I'm not posting stuff that I think is complicated. However, I'm getting clients, the clients that I want. So I love that. I think people really do underestimate the importance of simplicity. Like the basics work for a reason. So good. Uh, for me, I think just coming from like a team setting my whole life, it was really scary to like leave a gym and leave my coworkers and my people and like, oh, this is scary. I'm going to do this on my own. Who's going to have my back? Who am I going to bounce ideas off of? And um, like for me, that person has been uh, my friend who's a physical therapist, uh, Deanna, who's also in, in the group. And she hadn't heard you speak and I was like I kind of like bullied her into doing it together like okay let's do it in January let's do this <laughs> let's start like I know you're gonna have a baby in three months but like let's do this together um because I, I I have never used like any any group like this or coaching or business coaching or strategy coaching at all um and so for me I was like well I haven't had a bad experience so I might as well try something because I'm feeling frustrated and I need some, some support. And I know that I'm someone that like thrives off of like, oh, like you're doing a launch. Okay. I got to do a launch too. Or like, okay, we're all, you're all doing, you know, reels. Okay. I'm going to do reels. Like just that kind of community of, of like, I don't know, competitiveness and in, in a positive way and accountability and showing up and, uh, in, and in hearing um, Deanna talk about her experiences with people that she's worked with or tried to work with, I've heard her complain to me or, you know, vent her frustrations of like, yeah, I worked with this person, or I paid this person and it just wasn't a good fit. And then like knowing her and knowing you, I was like, this is going to be great. Like, I'm going to create my own little community. And then that grew, that community grew once we were in the group to more people. And then seeing people like Solano that I recognized from other mentorship groups that we've done, I was like, okay, this community like it, it's so intertwined now. And I feel like I have such a good support system for the things that I'm doing in a, in a safe place that, you know, I can ask questions and not feel judged or like, like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say an idea and someone else is gonna do the same thing because I think we're all so comfortable now with the idea that like, we could all do the same thing, but we're all gonna speak to different people. Um, Cause I know that was like one of my, things was like I don't want to be like exactly like I said I don't want to be too specific because then I'm you know I want to help everybody and or I don't want to say the same thing because like there's so many other people saying the same thing so um yeah just the community the fact of the community is not it's not like a I don't know you're not going to get bullied or judged it's we're all here for kind of the same reasons and I think collective mindsets like gathered um and it, it's been a, a positive thing for me because I need that. I'm not, I'm not a solo sport. I did not play, you know, tennis or like cross country. I was like always team sports. So for me, this has been a good team to be on. So for me, the community is so important because we're all at a different place in our process. And I am at, you know, the very beginning of starting a business. So when I am on calls with other people, then I can kind of hear like what needs to be going on when you're further in the process. And also I have people that are supporting me even when I'm not on a call. I, I definitely, if you guys haven't heard, I struggle with technology and <laughs> figuring this stuff out and I get really frustrated. So there are people, even when I am not on a call, who are like, tell Dana, it's okay. Kajabi will work for her, just <laughs> calm down. Yeah, and then, you know, I, it, so I have people that I'm, I'm listening to their stories and I'm understanding, oh, okay, well, they're gonna do some ads and I might wanna do that later. And let me just see what everyone's process is and try to understand it. And then they support me as well. So it's, it's huge for me, the community. Love that. As you know, for me, I'll just share too, like my experience with community and I'll just share a little bit about why I think it's important. I think it's important and why I created it specifically is because I think that, you know, 
to Dana's point in terms of um, when she said that, you know, she gets inspired by other people's stories. Like my brain, so you guys inspire me too. Like my brain is, as you know, is only one brain. But when we're in a room of 10, you know, 15 people's brains, they're going to inspire you. They're going to give you ideas of what, what they're doing in their business and stuff that's like, and it's been true for me when I'm in, in community containers, right? I also think for me, you know, you get to, you get to network, you get to meet people in front of, you know, who are, you know, get supported by people who are going through the same thing as you, but then you also get to be put in front of their audiences as well. You know, and I think that that that's it, not only is that going to help grow, that's also going to help your comfortability in terms of practicing presenting, practicing getting on podcasts, starting your own podcast, like so many inspiring, amazing things. That's why I feel like custom and community is the sweet spot, because then you're going to feel like your business is taken care of, but you're also going to be inspired by people around you. At least that's the way that I, for me. Okay, cool. So I'd love for you to share a little bit. I thought Solana was going to talk. That's why I was like, oh, wait, no, I won't. I won't. Um, and you can like, feel free, open up. Right. Um, okay. So I'd love for you to share a little bit about like your biggest takeaways, ahas, like what are some things that surprise that has surprised you about yourself in the process about the community? Just some big takeaways. Dude, what surprised me about myself? I had no idea. I'm so creative. <laughs> for real though. Like I like because you know it's funny. Um, before I started with you, I I it had been drilled into my head because I had a business coach before you. Um, didn't go amazing, but <laughs> it was drilled into my head to post every day on Instagram. So I was posting once a day on Instagram, and I don't know what I was posting, but I know that whatever I was posting, I was just throwing something off the wall and praying to God something stuck. And just sometimes I would just post something random just to have something on the screen. And um, now that like you really broke down, like, okay, like this is how you target your client. Like you need to make sure that they understand like that this is what they're struggling with. And then you resonate with them and then you can, you have a solution and you can put that very easily into a post and it doesn't sound like selling, but it is selling. And now that I'm starting to finally understand, like, these are the steps you take to make a good post. I've made the, I made the same, like, I use that strategy for my reels, for my canvas, for everything. And like, it just, now that I understand, like, I have, like, I have the magic key and I can, like, take any parts of me as a product coach and be like, okay, I'll make the same thing about deadlifts, now squat, now bench. Like, I just have so many ideas now because I understand, like, no matter what you want to talk about, just follow the structure and you can make anything really. So I think that's really cool because before I was constantly stumped and now it took me like this Sunday, I planned out my post twice a week posting. It took me like six minutes to plan out like an entire week of posts. And like before it would take me like three hours and then I would get mad and like leave my house and drive my car to calm down because I still couldn't figure out what I was going to post. So it's so good. I love that. Those are, I love that. I love that. I love that. Something that you that we didn't know about ourselves yeah it's a hard yeah, one something that something that you learned about yourself your biggest ahas takeaways I think the the like simplicity I have not been good about it lately but the simplicity of the um like the anatomy of a post and just like you helped me uh figure out just like a topic like you could do the same topic every day of the week and find a different way to talk about it. Like I could talk about sleep, but I could talk about sleep as a value add. I could talk about sleep as a client, uh, a client um, testimonial. I could talk about sleep and how it influences your performance in the gym. Like just taking one idea and running with that for a whole week instead of, I think I was overthinking a lot of like the, you know, this type of post on this day, this type of post on this day. And instead just thinking out of a, like a generalized concept, like, oh, this week I'm gonna focus on this because next week um, I'm you know, launching something. So this week it's gonna be all about how you can find success working with a, a community online uh, fitness group. Like that's the only topic I talk about, but I'm not talking about it in a redundant way where it feels like I'm saying the same thing every day. It's more like, you know, the same topic, but finding different ways um, and different angles to talk about it. So that was 
helpful for me is in terms of, you know, stopping the overthinking because I'm like the worst at that. And then um, I loved, I think something that hit me early on was you just saying like 70% is done. Like that's done. You just hit send, post, schedule, whatever, because I'm such a like anal person when it comes to like my rereading, I'll read to read an email like 10 times and still find something to change or maybe move that graphic a little bit. And like, no one cares. Like at that point, no one is looking at that. It's just me. And I know that, <laughs> but I'm still like, no, it's, it could be better. It could be more perfect. Like, so hearing you just be like 70% done, like stop let it go and that has helped me get to a point where I could rewrite a caption or you know change something on the website or you know move the canva image around a little bit but it's like why I it's it's been very freeing to be like okay 70 percent's done because I think my whole life I've been someone who's like 100 percent isn't done yet it has to be like 110 percent and that energy that I'm wasting is is not really adding value in anywhere else it's not giving back to me and like in sales or in clients people aren't saying oh man I loved the font that you used on your heading like <laughs> no one cares about that but for some reason I was spending way too much time on the little things so it's it's freed up a lot more time to be creative and even with reels I think it's easy to you know get down the rabbit hole of like moving the, moving the words around moving the arrows around or like the timing but again, just being like, okay, 70% done. Cool. Done. So that was like mm -hmm. a simple thing that I remember early on. That's really stuck with me. I love that. You know, I, I, um, I once worked with a client a long time ago who was like, there, there are grammar, there are gram, grammar errors on this, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, because I don't care. I'm not a grammar expert. I am a messaging expert. I can write, it doesn't matter what the commas in the wrong place. You can fix that and go, go and do that. That's all you. And that's not a criticism. I think that that's fine. Like some people, it does matter to them. They're not my clients because <laughs> I live by 70%, right? It's just, and that's fine. And I'm okay with that. If you need me to be perfect in grammar, I mean, I am not your person. My husband makes fun of me all the time. And we always, because I used to have him edit my stuff because he is like an English kind of, you know, he's an English person and he knows language right I know that sounds really weird and you're like he does and I'm like yes he does but he used to make my work sound like a textbook like academic and flowery and I was like oh no put this in the garbage this is like we don't need that many vats bro like I can like totally hop on board with that like I definitely was overthinking like the the exact wording i remember i would reread like the copy for a post and i'd be like oh i forgot the comma the comma now granted <laughs> my mom's a teacher and she has called me at 9 p.m to tell me i forgot a comma I'm not kidding she does this on a weekly basis i'm not even kidding so that's also why i felt that way <laughs> but but Truly though, I realized like, you know, my ideal client is probably not gonna care much about the grammar, probably not gonna care that something is slightly off-centered and that the color is not perfect with like, I don't know, the color scheme is not beautifully whatever, right? So that helped me a lot too. Cause I, remember, I would be wondering like, man, I've seen people who have like red, blue, white, red, blue, white. And it's like this perfect like symmetry. And I'm like, I, I'm not doing that. Like, I'm just not like, <laughs> if I were to worry about that, I would never get posted out. I will have zero clients and I'd be homeless. So. <laughs> okay. I just want to say that I get eyelash extensions and I just had an eyelash that like fell down in front of my face and it was <laughs> just saying, so you know, that's just an aside. But anyway, <laughs> um, I have really come a long way with my imposter syndrome with this program and like being able to do things on my own. I mean, definitely with the technology, I am to the point now, I used to just really worry about it. I'm to the point now where I will send Beverly a message and then go, never mind, I figured it out. Never mind, I figured it out. I'm getting better at it. And also with the posts and stuff, I am so much faster at it. Like this morning I had five minutes before I had to get my kid out the door to the bus. And I was like, do I have time to just throw this post up there? And I was like, yeah, I have time. And I just 
did it. It's, it's so much less like stressful for me and like thinking and like with the canvas stuff, like moving stuff around and like, is it perfect? Like, no, it's not perfect, but I, I'm so much faster at it. And I feel really good about myself and everything that I've learned so far. I've just come such a long way from the beginning. So good. You know, you, we've all heard that saying of like, um, you know, we under, we overestimate what we can do in a day, but underestimate what we can do in a year. And I think it comes from this concept of like, just taking inspired action and being okay with 70%. You know, I think that that is, and, and, and mitigating risk, at least for me, like I need to be able to, like some people can just jump and know that the net's going to appear, but I need to know where that net is. I, I need to be, just for me, I need to be working towards something, right? So that's important to me. Okay, so um, so those were your biggest ahas, takeaways. You know, what's life like now? Okay, life currently. So I will say, right, last, so I told you this in yesterday's meeting. I was like, oh my gosh, like I just lost a client. This client was like one of my higher paying clients. And I had like, I'm, I always have a moment of like, no. But then I was like, wait, wait. Like what you say about clearing out old bath water to make room for like the clean water. Like I was uh, like, wait, this is kind that yes, I was like, this is kind of <laughs> honestly is one of the few from like before I started niching down where we kind of didn't click a hundred percent. I kind of deep down was like waiting for the pull off. And then I put up like three posts and yesterday I got a new client and that like they're paying me as much as she was and I already took care of the problem and it's like yeah. in the past I would like that would tell that would ruin my week I'd be like it's over I'm just gonna die I don't know like I just lay on the floor but like, I don't know what to, like I wouldn't know what to do but I was like wait just keep doing what works like just keep posting maybe put up an additional post you know maybe not just two maybe three today but still like I understand what to do and so that that's a big deal for me so where I am now like um I'm at a place where I'm making more than I ever was um, I still have goals to increase my income, but like, I'm never worried about like paying any of my necessities. I feel like I have more freedom and I honestly can turn down a client who I feel like is not a good fit for me when I'm doing the consultation call, which I never thought I'd be at that place. Um, but I, if I feel like we're not a good match, I will say like, I have a referral for you because like, why am I about to waste my time, waste your money and be miserable? It's not worth it. Um, so that's a big deal for me. I, I, honest to God, thought I would never be able to do that. So the fact that it's only been a year and like I'm doing that now is like really cool. I love that you're valuing your time over your money because when you value your time over your money, you will have plenty of both. Because that you you are energetically giving yourself the space to bring in the people that are ready and yes, and, and, and will commit to that level. I think that that's, I think that that's huge. And honestly, I think that that can be one of the biggest, hardest roadblocks for people to overcome. So, you know, I always talk about how like, it's not about, it's not about no like, and trust. I talk about that ladder of believability and the million dollar question is how fast you can get someone to go through that experience based on your content. And I think too, that, that in addition, in, in, so what that means for me is that like, I used to back in the day, I'd be like, Oh, I launched and now that didn't go well. So now I have to build all this, no like, and trust for three months, then I'll get a new client. And then that's just not how it works. And it doesn't have to work like that. It's you get to build the own, the business that's going to work best for you, period. I think that that's just so one of the hardest things that people overcome because they're like, oh no, I'm, I'm going to lose all my money. But when you prioritize both, you'll have plenty of both. I think for me, uh, where I am now versus uh, January, I feel like I have a better idea of like how to implement things. I'm still working on my processes and, um, you know, developing different, you know, different products and different offers. Um, but for me, it was like the going, I just wanted to go through the process of like how to present an offer. What does that look like in the terms of, you know, a process of emails? Like I'm, I like the systematic 
having systematic steps to follow and to follow up on and um you know the create cre learning this just this whole learning process like now knowing how to do a landing page and knowing how to offer a free pdf like just i feel like i've learned so much and i don't really i again it's the perfectionism thing i'm like oh god i haven't learned anything and i'm just sitting here as solana's talking going oh i I didn't know how to do that a year ago. I didn't know how to do that a year ago. I didn't know how to do that a year ago. So that's like just sitting here reflecting. I'm like, oh, okay, I have I have come a long way actually in a year. And I think uh, one of the biggest things is kind of the same thing that Solana was talking about is being able to say no to people. I'm not a no person. I was just like her, like, oh, you wanna you you wanna meet at 4 a.m.? Sure, okay, yeah. You wanna do it on Sunday nights? Sure, okay, like <laughs> I'll do whatever you want and then I think for me it was you know hearing just people on the outside seeing you working so hard going like you're worth more than that and not really like believing it until you get to the point where you're like okay again my time is not worth a dollar I'm offering way more than this I deserve way more than this and realizing that you know I was kind of spinning 10 plates at once trying to make more time for myself by by running my own business, but really I was just running in circles, trying to keep all the plates spinning. And so having, you know, a little more of a focus has allowed me to find some more free time and, um, and be confident that like those people will come, the right people will come to you and, and trusting like my process and trusting that I do have a solid offer and that I am able to help people and, and knowing how to present that in a way that I can show people that I can help them and show people that they need to work with me. Um, it's been like nice to be able to feel like I'm offering something instead of selling something like it's here for you. If you want it, I don't need, you. I don't need you. I want, I want to help you. I want like, help me help you versus that feeling of like, uh, closing tomorrow. Like, please, please buy now, buy now, buy now you know, that kind of like stereotypical um, vision of selling something or selling a service. Um, I think I feel more like able to say no to people who I don't think are a good fit. I feel like I'm comfortable losing people, even like, you know, going through maternity leave, um, going, hey, some of these people might not come back and some of them I know well, but I'm not like scared about the losing of the people that maybe weren't the right fit like maybe this break is going to be a time to find the people over the next couple months and attract the some more of the, of the people that are meant to be working with me and and you know not stressing so much over the the one person that is gone but kind of like okay good that's making room for other people so I'm in a place where like that that potential doesn't you know scare the living daylight out of me it's just like okay, this is going to make room. I, I'm excited to see who the next person is, you know, versus like, oh, you know, looking at numbers and looking at client numbers and worried about the money. It's more like, okay, I have space for someone else. I have space for someone else. Um, so I think just that shifting of the money mindset or the, you know, hour for dollar mindset has been really big for me and valuing, you know, my time. I forget that saying, someone, someone had a great saying where it's like, you know, basically like throw out your life preserver and that's kind of like what I've you know what I'm talking about the quote I'm talking oh, about I don't know the quote but like burn the boats that's the one mm -hmm. something yeah. about water and like finest <laughs> right there what's yeah. that, word? What's that word oh yeah shoe like <laughs> just can't think of the basic things no burn the boats because I feel like I was like had a lot of boats just like just in case, just in case, just in case. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep this client, or I'm gonna keep that side job, or I'm gonna keep this instead of just going, no, I am the boat. This is all I need. I'm all in. And I feel like I'm way more in a place now where I can like say that and believe it than I was six months ago, a year ago. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, if I'm being fully transparent, that's one of the things that I'm currently working on, especially as I do teach, like part of the process that I do teach is this idea of like evaluating the events of what happened in the last thing or in the last experience. And then um, uh, 
being able to learn from that. But I think that it's a delicate, fine balance between preparing for the worst, because if you are always preparing for the worst, you're going to get the worst. Where you put your attention grows. So the real question is, what are you focusing on? And I ask myself that the same all the time. Right. The other thing, too, that you mentioned that I think is worth noting, because I think it's the second hardest thing or I don't know if it's the second, but it's another hard thing for people to overcome is valuing the value you put out into this world. What is easy for you is not easy for others. And I think that's so that's hard for people to really wrap their brains around. So, you know, myself included, you know powerful. Dana, I'd love for you to share. Um, where I am now is so ready for the next step. I, my goal with this program was to figure out what the heck I was doing. And I've done a couple launches. I've done a couple free classes. And I'm ready to build on what I already have. Um, I think that I feel more confident and stronger in my skill set. So that's where I am. I'm, I'm happy that I'm ready and, and I've done exactly what I set out to do. So that's where I am. I love that. And it's, the gr it's a great segue for the last question because I want to be respectful of y'all, all y'all's time. And I just also wanted to be very, you know, I'm very gracious and thank you so much for sharing your, you know, your wisdom and your insights. It's a pleasure and a privilege to serve you. In, um, but my last question is like, what's the goal? Where are you wanting to go now? Ooh, okay, where I want to go now. So another thing too, like I'm on this place where like I know that if I take on a few more one-on-one -on -one clients, like I'll start to get like overwhelmed soon. Not yet, but like soon, right? So it's like, okay, I always thought like you know, my old, my goal was always like, I just need to be fully booked for one-on-one. -on -one. And I'm like, okay, like I can look past that now and start playing the next steps because I don't want that to be my only stream of income, right? So like I talked to you about, I'm going to be launching a group program in December and I actually have faith in it because of everything I've learned from you. And I know, like, I feel like I know how to target my ideal clients for it. I feel like it's something that I can definitely manage along my one-on-one. -on -one. And that like, it's just cool that I never thought I would have this additional stream of income where I'm like, okay, now I'm going to do like group and one-on-one. -on -one. And on top of that, now this is really specific to powerlifting coaching, but I'm doing a lot more like coaching at actual competitions, right? And that was something where I would see all these big coaches at competitions and I was like, no one's ever going to hire me to do it. Like, I don't know. And now like, I think I have like three or four competitions in the next like five weeks it's gonna be a busy month that i'll be traveling out like literally some of them i'm i'm getting on a plane and the person is taking care of my flight and everything because they want me that badly um some of them are more local but still i'm charging a rate that i didn't think i'd be charging for it and it's just really cool so lots of good stuff coming up and i can't wait to see how i finish out 2021 oh me too and it's you got fourth quarter here we go my fourth quarter is going to be a little more chill than <laughs> <laughs> than Solana's. Um, I think where I want to go from here is again, like just kind of expanding on that, that idea of Solana's like expanding what you're offering and now like understanding an offer, understanding how to present other offers and kind of diversifying what I have, whether that's like more free things or um, doing live classes. Uh, I, I still want to expand in the, in the virtual space and um, connect with people from everywhere. Um, I think that that's been the coolest part about doing the remote coaching is just being able to connect with people no matter where they are. Um, and so I look forward to expanding more like of the online um, offerings, whether it's live or more of more of my group coaching um, or one-on-one. -on -one. So just finding more opportunities to offer things, um, build more offers off of what I've already got. And finish growing. I, you know, finish growing a human. I love yeah. it. So I look fun. forward to the ease, that feeling of like revenue, like the ease for you. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's something that like I've thought about, but now I think I'm in a place that I can actually 
shift into that and, and kind of change my model from being majority in person to majority on online and virtual. That sounds really good. I would like the ease of financial <laughs> stability myself. Yeah. That sounds great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, by the end of the year, I want to continue to build to a point where I'm having to kind of start looking at if I need to adjust what I'm doing full time with my job at the hospital. That's I want to continue to build and hopefully be at a place where I'm having to make some decisions. That's, um, that is my goal. So hopefully I'll make that happen. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. Where we, where you get to replace that income. Yes. Yeah. Love it. Okay. All right. Ladies, thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I really appreciate it. Any final thoughts? Any, any parting words of wisdom for the community? If you're a trainer and you're thinking about taking the next steps, you're like looking for more in your business, you feel like you're not getting where you want to go, join PT Profit Formula. <laughs> it's awesome. Just do it. I said so. Just do it. The link will be in the show notes. All right. Thank you. Have a good night. <laughs> okay. And I you same, same. If you are scared because you haven't even started a business yet, but you want to, don't be afraid to join this program because it will meet you wherever you are. So if you're ready to take a step, then you can join. You don't have to already have a business solidified. You can, you can start from the very beginning and it will take you far. Oh, that's so kind. Each of you, thank you so much. I will be Venmoing you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> this ad was paid for by. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. My heart is so full. I really appreciate it. And let's go make a million. Thank you for listening to the PT Profit Podcast. If you like this episode, chances are your friends will too. So it would be a huge service to us if you would please leave us a review and share with your friends on your social media channels. When you leave us a review, be sure to take a screenshot of it and email that screenshot to my team at info at bsimpsonfitness.com. And we'll send you a very special Instagram podcast that will show you how to create compelling content so that your ideal clients come to you and you go from wanting clients to a wait list of clients ready for your services. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you on the next episode.